Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to Welcome Home. Today on Welcome Home, we're getting techie and chatting about which devices and apps help our homes and lives to run more smoothly, and what we think is just one more thing to sync, charge, and pay for. Plus, the kids' tech that changed our children's lives, the app that saved Kirsten's dinner, and how it would have been the perfect murder cover-up if only the Amazon ring hadn't been watching. All that and more on this week's episode of Welcome Home. Welcome home, Graham. Welcome home, Kirsten. And welcome everyone to Welcome Home, the podcast, also known as the Welcome Home podcast or just Welcome Home. We haven't really worked out the details. Well, we don't need to work out the details because I was looking the other day. You know, there's another podcast also called the Welcome Home podcast. It's about the Disney Vacation Club. I think it's run by maybe two men somewhere. I'm not quite sure. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I think it's fine. I'm happy to share that space with Disney fans. I don't think there's much, I don't think there's much uh, content overlap. So I think we're okay. Are you kidding? That's just, that's, by the way, that's 100% your fault. I went Disney Vacation Club all day long. I went to the the meeting where we discussed the pros and cons of Disney timeshare and how it would benefit my family for generations to come. Did I ever tell you how Harrison and I once went to a giant, um, one of those like timeshare meetings about like living in the Bahamas or something. It was in a giant convention hall and it was really fun. We did I'm it for a date so night. Surprised. For a date night? Yeah, it was the best date night ever. We got like a flyer in the mail. I mean, it was one of those, you know, cheesy things, I think. And then I forgot what they were giving away, basically. Like if you went and you heard the presentation, you got something and we went, we had so much fun. Probably a time at the timeshare. No, it never actually came through. It turned out to actually be a Ponzi scheme, but it was so, it was just a fun night. Okay, see, now I'm rethinking everything because initially this episode is going to be coming out the day before Valentine's Day. And initially, Graham and I had tried to do a Valentine's Day episode and maybe we're all out of love. Yeah, we're all out of love, but fun date night ideas. But now that I know you could go to a timeshare sales pitch for a date night. Well, wait, do you ever have that? Do you ever hear those things on the radio? Like, do you want to make money? We have the secret for you, but we can only tell a small number of people. (laughs) And you're like, that's why you bought this wonderful radio spot. Why don't we go to those? You know? Because you know why? You want to make money flipping houses? Because you know why? Because I'm such an optimist that yeah. I'm I'm like, you know what? They're right. I could make millions. I could do it. Like, <laughs> this, seems, this doesn't seem that hard with their simple formula. No, that's why I'm not allowed to go to those things. Remember when I tried to like have you do white labeling products with me on Amazon? Oh yeah. Oh, you're all over that. You're yeah, you do. You get suckered into everything. Kirsten, if you want to know if anyone has anything they want to sell, email Kirsten. (laughs) She is a buyer. Speaking of, this is probably why you're so excited about this episode because we're talking about technology today and Kirsten is like a lover of all things. Just no, it's not so much of this is, is my husband's doing. He bought a lot of these things, but yeah, I was, I was surprised. Were you kind of surprised when you read my list and found out how many techie things I got going on? No, I'm not surprised at all. You're so, you always, Kirsten's the girl, I think I've mentioned this, who has tried one of everything in CVS. Like you are, you're a trier of things. That's what you do. You find new things. Well, well, that's interesting because I also feel like it's like Habsies, you know, I feel like yes on some things, but then I also feel like I'm still in a rut and like never, never thought about revisiting that shampoo I've been using since 1996. You know what I mean? Like there are certain things you just sort of, don't really? That's interesting because I do change up my shampoo all the time. I have do no you? allegiance to shampoo. Oh, I do. And you know what mine is? It's like not even one that's like, wow, you really. You Wait, really I think do. I know. Is it bound to, I feel like yours has a kangaroo on it. Does <laughs> it be down? Is that, am I right? <laughs> are you doing the Aussie, Aussie one? Yeah, are you Aussie? No, I'm not Aussie. I'm okay, an we, American, Graham. No offense to our Australian Kai? listeners. We love yeah, you. We actually have a lot of Australian <laughs> <laughs> I might convert now. Uh, no, I, I like Garnier Fructis. Oh, yes, it's Garnier. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I right. like Garnier Fructis because I get very tangly, and I feel like they're the only ones that detangle my hair. But see, I always heard and I believe that it's not good to buy the same shampoo. I thought you were supposed to switch it up every single bottle. You know what I think? I wish, I wish I had nowhere to be. I mean, I guess my life's not that crucial. I could probably have nowhere to be for a while. But I wish I could go through one of those like hair detox situations where you stop using shampoo altogether, but it takes oh, like a month for your hair. I would, to- 
I would have dreadlocks in 30 seconds. I have but that. Don't like, you, but what if you're like washing it and brushing it and. No, if I wash my hair not washing it, sorry, that would defeat the purpose. But if you're, if you're getting it wet and you're brushing it out oh, every day. I would have those icky dreadlocks. You know, the one, the, the ones where it looks like people have just put a giant ball of wax in their hair. That's my hair. It must be. It, it's not. My uh, hair situation is so intense that it has to have conditioner. Like if I don't have conditioner, I, it's like panic mode. Okay, so my sister has the same hair as you, and I'll never forget, my dad took us on a ski trip when my mom was in law school, and she had to study for finals, and she's like, get these kids out of here. So he took us on a ski trip, and it was like totally dad in charge, not knowing what was going on, and he just kept putting on her ski hat and taking it off and putting it on, (laughs) and he kept her hair in a ponytail the whole time to like keep it, you know, manageable, and when she got back from that three-day trip, the hairdresser just pulled the ponytail and just chopped it, because it was just one giant tangle. (laughs) Anyway, we're off topic a little bit. It's funny when dads try to brush hair. That does make me happy. I remember the couple times my dad was in charge of like doing my hair or braiding my hair and just remember thinking this is very awkward and creepy. You know what? I I lost my temper with my daughter this morning because we were late for school and I had a flashback of like being so fussy about hair and it made me realize I got to be able Do you remember though how creepy it was like when your dad would touch your hair? I mean, not like this is when your dad would touch your hair. <coughs> Sorry, we had the flu this week. When he, they would do something like that, I don't know. I always remember thinking, like, what are you doing with a hairbrush? Like, you should not be brushing my hair. Well, I remember my dad was bald, and he was always like, uh-oh, I don't know what happened. I brushed my hair, and it all fell out. Like, I don't know. This could happen to you. And me being like, he's kidding. He's kidding, right? Right? Like, I hope my hair doesn't fall out. Anyway. Okay, Side note, we've had, I've had the flu this past week, so I've got yes. a rock and cough. I actually, there's nothing I can do about it. I so. actually wanted to address that. Both Graham and I have insane coughs. So please don't <coughs> send us an iTunes review saying they're nice people with terrible coughs. Yeah. Or, well, or, or, I've or had, that we're bad people with terrible coughs. The it's funny thing is, is I've had more people this week in town come up to me and be like, you're not from here, are you? Um, but there's Hi. nothing I can do because I sound so nasal. I can't, I can't, usually I can cover it up when I don't have this bad of cold, but I can't cover it up. I love how your yankiness is like a. It's magnified. You can hide it, Graham. Normally I'm able to hide <laughs> my shame. <laughs> okay. So what are we talking about today, Kirsten? Today Other than just blah, oh blah. Goodness. I had so many funny alternative titles for this podcast. So many puns I wanted to do. Technically speaking, I haven't decided yet. I, I will decide that on a whim. Um, okay. I don't know, but I feel like this episode is essentially, don't worry. Here's my first disclaimer. This episode is not about screen time shaming, nor any sort of in-depth look at how much screen time you should have. So don't be turned off by the, by the phrase technology. This is totally about gadgets, gizmos, apps, devices, anything that plugs in, anything that probably has a USB port, anything with the word smart in front of it. And it's both things that have added to our lives and made our lives easier and things that we now feel like we couldn't imagine living without and things that were like, that was a total waste of money that brought no ease to my life that did nothing. So it's sort of just how technology has impacted our life, what we like, what we don't like, and what we recommend. Okay. All right. Well, do you want to start? Kick it off. Okay. Dive right yes. in. Okay. So my first category was wearable technology. Okay. Um, I have never been a watch wearer. Have you? You wear like oh. a nice. You've always worn like a nice jewelry esque watch. Yeah, I remember my grandpa, my South Carolina grandpa, gave me my first watch when I was I think twelve or thirteen years old. It was a little Seiko with a plastic band, and ever since then I've worn a watch. I mean, I remember wearing swatches in the '90s and the '80s, but oh, I don't know what to do without my hardcore old school watch. And everyone has an Apple Watch these days, and I don't, I don't. There's nothing. I haven't tried one. That's true. So maybe I should try it the way I was poo-pooing texting for so long. But it doesn't seem user friendly to me. Like, okay, let's talk about this because this is this is actually one of those rare times where I feel like this show is going to be useful, and we're going to give you tips. Okay. I've just never been massively into watches. It's been like, I've had them, I get the routine, then I don't wear them and I get other things. Never been a big thing for me. But then when I started running, I'm going to say seriously in air quotes, because like running, I mean, I'm not fast. I'm very slow. I've run a couple half marathons. So that's it. I'm not like a serious runner. I know we have some serious runners listen to us. I'm not one of those, but I like got into running and did some training and some races and stuff slowly. Um, and then I got really into like the heart monitors. And that was back in the day of like Garmin. And I know there's still people who are serious runners who Garmin is still the sort of, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the standard because there's a lot of cool things about that. But anyway, like, so I got that and I, I started getting a little bit obsessed with it. And mm-hmm. then I got a Fitbit and I was an early Fitbitter. 
I was one oh, of you the, were one of the step trackers. I I was one of the first two, and I got hardcore into it. And I and you know that was in the day of like Jawbone was one. There was a Nike one, and but anyway, oh, Fitbit yeah. sort of prevailed and became the number one. I'm obsessed with Fitbit. I love Fitbit. I'm probably on my like sixth Fitbit. I, I can't, so you're yeah. still wearing one? Okay, well, I'll get to that. So I love Fitbits. I just, I love them. And I, and what, the other thing I liked about Fitbit was I knew so many people who did Fitbit that sometimes some of the girls I worked out with, we would do like challenges. You know, you do like a week-long challenge. Um, no, I, I don't know any of this. How do you oh, so do it's really fun. So you'll like have an app and you'll do, um, well, that, that's the other thing. The Fitbit app is great. It's so easy to use. When I was really into nutrition, I would, you could put it with your, my fitness pal and it would sync. And by the way, this is making me sound like I'm actually monitoring like what I eat and how far I run. And it, this is very not the case at all. Yeah, not very I mean, pleasant. I but, but it was, but there was a point in my life where I was into that and it was really fun, but you could set up like an, a, like a little challenge with your friends. So I would get a group of six people together, five people together, what have you, and we would do a week-long challenge, whoever got the most steps. It was really fun. Um, That's kind of fun. I love yes, and then my, my boys got Fitbits, and this was back in the day before they had children Fitbits. Now they have children Fitbits, which are also great, but I would do kind are of those expensive or not? Um, I think they're pretty reasonable. I mean, Fitbits have got, this is the thing, is, is as they've expanded their product line, they go all the way from, I think they're 50 bucks to like 300 bucks and I might be okay. off, but you know, and then there's also the, you know, designer element. Anyway, I love my Fitbit. Um, I got a Fitbit last year for Christmas, the charge HR, because I wanted the heart rate monitor. I love it. It made me happy for an entire year. I wore it every day. And one day about three months ago, I went running and I took off my long sleeve sweatshirt and somehow the band got caught up in a magnet and I dropped it and I couldn't find it. And I was so bummed. So I went about a month and a half without it. And I was so sad. And I wanted to buy a new one. Sorry, the story's getting way too long. But anyway, the oh, point no, is I really, so okay, so I really wanted a Fitbit. I wanted it so badly. I asked for one for Christmas. And my husband's like, you know, Fitbit is what our kids are wearing. You're wearing this rubber bracelet out to like nice birth, nice events. You got to stop. Just get an Apple Watch. Everybody has an Apple Watch. It's the grown-up decision. Mm -hmm. And then he really hit me hard. And this is what he always does with technology. He said, you know, you don't want to become like some old lady that's irrelevant, who can't embrace oh, right. new technologies. And that totally triggered me. I don't want to become that. So I got the Apple Watch, even though I didn't want it. Let me tell you, I had it for three weeks. Yeah. The tracking, the step tracking, the exercise nowhere near as good as the Fitbit. There's really? 8 million things on there I don't want. It has, a, it can do a million things. For some people, they love it. You can check your email, you can whatever. But I feel like my phone is sitting four feet away from me. Why do I but need this on my watch? That's what I'm saying. And then also, I don't so like the way that, I'm assuming like you check a text message. How do you respond to it? You you do a verbal text message to respond? Because I'm assuming you, you can't can type to respond. You can do a verbal text, but I mean, I don't know. It just seems very redundant. I know people love them. To me, it felt super redundant. But anyway, here's the worst part of the story, Graham. I have it sitting on my counter. I pick up the blitter and the cord like slides against the counter and drops it off onto my tile floor. It cracks. What? Two days later, it won't charge anymore. Guess how much it cost? Okay, the, the fifth, it cost $400. It's like $399. Guess how much it cost to fix it? How much? $300. Yeah, see, that's the thing. And I don't, I, yeah, I know, I know. So this guess what a, happened? I, want, I feel husband, like... After complaining and saying I'm not spending $300 to fix a $400 watch that I've had for 12 days that I never even liked, he went and bought me a $70 Fitbit and it's like, where this? And I'm you're so, so happy. Much you're happier. so happy. Yeah, you also, have what a you girl, want. a girl note. I also love the cycle tracking app on it. I think it's really good. What's a cycle tracking app? Like your menstrual cycle. Why do you need to track? Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even, we way, don't discuss in, that on the show. Inside, we, we, inside track, Graham cannot talk about menstrual cycle. <laughs> I can't. I actually turned down, I turned down a sponsor for us the other day. Sorry if anyone wanted to hear us talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I can't so do weird. it. I can't you can do talk it. about anything. Yeah, I can. It's just, I don't know. It doesn't seem, doesn't seem germane to what we're doing. It doesn't seem necessary. But um, if anyone wants more information, I'm sure it's out there. Okay. Uh, okay. So that's my wearable tech. Sorry, that was too long, but I feel very passionate about this. I do not like my Apple Watch. And I think people who enjoy their Fitbit more stay strong. I'm your she people. should have a place, a special place. Okay. Your home computer. You've got like three laptops. We know that. We've discussed that. Okay. But you have. I have a stolen laptop, which is great. I have a hot laptop, which is what I use um, for my uh, podcast, which she I bought feel. it off the back of a truck. Yeah, exactly. Which may or may not be one of Harrison's old work computers. Um, but you and actually then, have like a home computer and like a workstation in your kitchen. 
yes, I have a full on old Dell, you know, PC computer with, and I love it. It's great. I mean, I just sit in my computer and do my work and that's where I do my best work. I'm faster. I'm the fastest. And that's the problem is like when I'm out, I don't like working from other stations. Like I like to just get home and then I can, it, it always frustrates me when I know I can do work, you know, faster, mm-hmm. like and more efficiently than to, to have to do it elsewhere, you know. But like aren't you ever places where you're just like, this would be a great place to sit and get some work done? Like, okay, for example, my kids are going to have no school on Monday and I was thinking about taking them to this um, skate park, skateboard park they love. You're always going to a park of something, okay. a jump park. If you need to know where Kirsten is, if anyone wants to sell Kirsten some wearable technology, sidle up to a jump park, skate park, bounce park, laser park, whatever. She's always there. But here's my point is I can bring my laptop and get stuff done. What are you doing when you're sitting in some place? I don't know. Maybe I'm talking to a friend that I invited to come with me or, um, I don't know, jumping with my kids. I don't know. Are you really jumping with your kids? No, but I also don't take my kids to that many jump parks. You're right. Well, maybe Maybe you would if you were like, I can get a ton of stuff done at the jump park. I don't know. The monitor's too small. I just like a big workstation. Okay. I'm old fashioned. I know. All right. Shall we move on to kids tech? Yes. Okay. Your kids have, we, uh, our kids got iPads this, uh, Christmas. So that was nice. Except Kyle and and remind oldest, everyone how old your children are. Uh, nine and almost seven. It's not almost 10 and almost seven. And, and is this their first uh, iPad? Well, they had Kindles and we hated it. Or what was it? We had the Amazon. Amazon Fire Kindle. The Fire Kindle. Those things Me were too. Horrible, horrible, That's what I was going to say. And this is the thing. When you go and you see it on the Amazon website, it sounds like it's going to be amazing, it right? great. I was like, that's all we need. You know, they're totally. so inexpensive. They're affordable. It was just a total waste. Yes. No, here's the thing. We're gonna, another piece of helpful advice. It is going to sound like the deal of a century because they include the case, which of course Apple does not. You have to go out then and buy, you know, the very fancy expensive kid-proof case. Otherwise they're going right. to crack the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it comes with a case. And, and it says, um, if anything happens, they'll, they'll refund it, right? They'll reimburse it. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. What do your kids like to do on the iPad? Because mine have a very favorite activity that is unavailable. YouTube, YouTube kids unavailable yeah. on the Kindle. If that, is that if true? That is, oh, I didn't even know YouTube. Are you sure YouTube kids yes, are unavailable? Yes. Because I watched 8 million, ironically, YouTube videos on like how to reconfigure the properties to find a how is that possible it's just an it's just a i mean can't you just get it on safari like search no because all these companies it's like because youtube's owned by google and they're fighting with amazon and so they won't let youtube be available in the app store on an amazon device it's just like the same way you can't buy something on audible on your on your i on your iphone you have to go to the Audible store and buy it on your computer. Although now you can buy credits on your computer and then use the credits to buy books on the app. But it's like they make it harder because they don't want to support the other company. They'd rather you use, like Apple would rather you use their their iBooks app as opposed to Audible. Okay. Well, my kids pretty much like the iPad. That's basically been, but we don't do um, screens during the week at our house. So Awesome. Uh, they only get it on the weekend. So, but they enjoy it. We said we weren't going to do screen time conversation. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, but, but they really, really like the iPad. So that's been a good one. And and they do YouTube videos. And what else do they do on that? Um, oh, like terrible apps. These horrible, like shooting apps and all this kind of stuff. But I try to find it for, you know, their age group. But I feel like it's always something where they're either racing cars or like shooting things or hmm. voice stuff. Okay. Mine too. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we have the the agreement that the Kindle Fire was a nightmare. We'll save nightmare. our listeners that that yeah, mistake that we both made. I mean, made. unless people like it. I don't know. Yeah, um, if anybody it, likes it and we're wrong, we could not figure out how to do it. It was just, it's clunky and like you can't use, your fingers don't navigate it well. And right, it's right. Like, it's, it's almost like using an old-fashioned computer. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the it's battery not life stunk, which yeah, was nothing keep thinking worse like, than it, not charging. Yeah, like you guys know better than this. Why are you making a product that's basically, like just basically what they need to do is just replicate the iPad. And call it a Kindle. Like, that's, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No one's no, done it. That. And the other thing that I do like about the iPad is we do a lot of car trips. We, we drive to Telluride a couple times a year. That's an eight-hour trip. And you can get I can't the believe Net- you do that. Well, here's the deal. With the Netflix app. You oh, can yeah. It's amazing. Download stuff. And so they have, they have all these. Um, well, actually, no. Hold on. Here's a little tech piece from me. Do you mm. know if you have any of those premium um, 
cable channels, now they let you download things too. Like we'll have, we have Showtime or Cinemax or one of those things and they'll let you do the same thing that Netflix does. Really? And they have a ton of family movies. Like if you have stars, it's actually, stars has a ton of um, good movies on it, like for kids. And so you can, you can download movies the same way you can with Netflix. Okay. Good so to that's, know. That's actually really good. In fact, sometimes even better movies. Good to know. That's handy. This is a big one. Let's talk about the gizmo. Okay. Which, which, because this is literally, I would say, almost one of my top things. The gizmos changed my life. Do you guys- have an old school gizmo, like old, like probably three, four years old. Okay. The one that just has three f- numbers you can call on it? Yeah. Basically call mom, call dad, call a friend. Okay. And that's all it says. Get ready. Get ready. We, those, all, those of all, all, all blah, 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 those broke. We'd had them for like two years. That was fine. But yeah, okay. we got the new gizmo. Same, mm-hmm. same price for the monthly service. I think it's probably about the same price. It's amazing. 10 numbers. Okay. And now their cousins all have gizmos, so they can call their cousins. But 10 numbers is a lot. Yeah, it's a decent amount. When you really think about it, like they've Uh got a couple neighborhood boys, mom, dad, grandparents, and their Uh cousins. Uh It's amazing. They can text on it. It's through the watch though, right? Through the watch. It's incredible. And if if your kids are at the stage where, to put it in perspective, mine are almost 12, just turned nine and seven. So my older two kind of run around the neighborhood. They ride their bikes around. I can leave them at home when I want to go run some errands or whatever. This is like the ticket to freedom. Mm Because if you think about it, my mom used to leave us home alone and run errands, but we could just call her on the house line. And they don't Yeah, but you couldn't call your mom. That's the thing. You couldn't call your mom. So this is actually safer. Oh, I love, we've loved the gizmo. And the well, I told you thing- the joke of how Cohen took it to camp. You know, he took it to this camp where it was like filled with teenagers and they all, yes. had their, they all drove to camp and he's like talking into his little old school blue gizmo. Yes. Yes. But okay. So then you guys, if this is like a number one welcome home recommendation, get the gizmo. It is yeah. life-changing. Absolutely mm-hmm. life-changing. It gives you just enough freedom. We went on a ski trip. My kids went and skied by themselves. They would call us. You can GPS track them. Mm-hmm. And if they, you know, another thing that's so crucial if they lose it, you can locate it. Oh, that is nice. You know what I mean? How you can, you can like ping it or you could find it on, on a GPS. Man, this world is getting so high tech. It's important. Well, you know what I don't like about that though? What? I use, I liked the idea. Okay. Clearly as, as a, as a podcast, I think we would say we're anti-murder. No, right? I would say so. That seems like okay, a good party I mean, line. Fair party line. And and also like stealing, evading the law, lying mm-hmm. to police. Like we're uh, anti those. We're things. clean. We're a family show. Yeah, right, right. But is high morals. Kind of, but isn't there kind of a part of you that's like, if I had to kill somebody, like I feel like I liked the idea that like I'd be clever enough to get away with it, you know? And I'm not. I'm talking about like a very like justifiable murder, like fried green tomato <laughs> style, where they put him in the soup, you know? You would cook them. Yeah. Yes. You know, I feel like we could have pulled it off, Graham. Like we could have, and now we can't. And that's oh, because of bit... all the tracking. Yes. You think... Yes. Oh, wait, I feel we just... like if you and I needed to like, you know, just give it a little wink because we know we did the right thing. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we can't do that anymore. Why? Why do you feel so, why do you feel so encumbered? You just ditch the electronics or hide them elsewhere. Mm. You think you don't have enough time? No, I, I have enough time. It's, <laughs> I mean, well, no, I don't have enough time for an elaborate murder and cover up. Do you? I mean, I think I could figure it out. I'm not, I'm not giving up on myself the way you have. Well, I think just, I could still commit the perfect it, murder. It's not, no, no, no. It's not that I've given up on myself. It's that I'm actually, I'm worried that somebody will be like, oh yeah, I was doing an Instagram story when she walked by and she's in the background or. Oh, like the, the way that we're all watched now. The way yes, that that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's well, what we I'm are, saying. We are somebody going that been, direction. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's my problem is we, we can't, I guess. Right. The satellites, the moving car. It's true. Yes, it's true. We well, and my problem is, is I don't like to, murder. I don't like to work at night. So, like, <laughs> and I feel like that would, that's <laughs> part and partial to. Just to clarify, when you say work, you mean murder and cover up? You don't like I don't, to do yeah, like those in the day? Like, I, I feel like the times I'd have to really be working on this operation are not conducive to my lifestyle. So I choose not to murder. <laughs> You're right. You're, you're too tight. Grandma's gonna help me kill someone and cover it up, but she got a little. She was too tight. But I would help you. I've always promised you if you needed it, I'd help you. Well, um, I don't think we have a chance anymore because somebody's. Because I'm sure my kids are going to be calling me on their gizmo, and somebody's going to tape it, and then they're going to sequester the records. Yep. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. It's the days are done, Aunt Graham. Actually, when we get to home, you're going to see the days of our murder are really done. In fact, Alexa's probably listening right 
you know what freaked me out the other day was I said, I had never known that about your iPhone. How if you just say like, hey, Siri, like you, that your phone wakes up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was wild because I was cooking. I think I was making like a meatloaf and my hands were all dirty and I just gave it a try just to see like in my brain. I just thought that let's see if this thing does this. And it did. And it said, what do you need? Or like, how can I help you? I know. Okay. Last thing on our kids tech list, because you and I personally experienced this okay. kids headphones. Oh yeah. You've got to get those over the ear ones for the little itty bitties. Right. Remember how they don't, they don't get loud enough. They don't get loud enough. That's the problem. I know because we're all going deaf these days. I don't understand. No, but they make kids headphones specifically not to get loud enough. So it doesn't hurt their ears. I know such a waste of money. Well, the problem is when you're on a loud, noisy plane. Right. Nobody can hear anything. Mm-hmm. I know. It's a, and I, it's I feel a bad asking for ear damage, but at the same time, like, I really need you to hear this movie. Right. The kids I are downloaded yeah. on the stars up. Yeah, exactly. No, mm-hmm. we're, we've discussed this. That's a very good point. Well, we've discussed this, but our listeners haven't heard us discuss this, Graham. Yeah, because we, I think we spent 20 bucks. We went into Walmart or Target or whatever and got us some headphones. We were so excited. We felt very on the ball. And the kids complained the whole ride because they couldn't hear over, you know, whatever it was. You know what my husband has that he's obsessed with? The Bose um, noise-canceling headphones. Those are fancy. Yes, those are fancy. Well, I don't like Friday them. comes along. I like Bose's- ambient noise. Oh, you know what else he got? Oh, he's he's so excited about these. He got he got the um there he got him at oh where'd he get him? Maybe Bose. I don't know. No, no, no. What's that store? Brookstone. Anyway, they're sunglasses, but they have they have Bluetooth speakers. So it's basically like he walks around with iPads in his ears, but you don't know. That's so weird. So he's sitting there at the football game and he's ignoring me, and I'm like, hey, hey. And then I realize he's listening to an audiobook. An audio book. Yeah, because he thinks. Game. Yeah, because he thinks those little earpods are kind of obnoxious, which they totally are, and I always have them in my ears. But he's like, "You're the more obnoxious one because you're hiding it." So no, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of vote with boots on that one. I do think the little eye, the earpods are kind of obnoxious. No, they totally are. But here's the deal: he's walking around indoors in the dark with his sunglasses on, and I'm like, I don't like Bluetooth stuck in my ears, though. I feel like it's going directly to my brain. Hmm. I'm not a big fan. Hey, we've got a sponsor, a really fun sponsor, one that we've loved for a long time. That's right, Graham. We have Jonas Paul. Okay, guys, here's the problem. Parents who are already busy and feeling rushed to make a decision about their kids' glasses at the eye doctor, and they're worrying about meltdowns. Isn't it so much fun to try on glasses at the eye doctor with your children? No, it's not. So here's the solution. Jonas Paul Eyewear offers a home try-on kit which allows you to find the perfect pair right at home. It's fun. It's an experience for kids and parents. And of course, kids are always more comfortable and easygoing in their own home. They're affordable and stylish. They're designer-looking glasses only without the designer prices. And it's just convenient and time-saving because you can try it on at home and seven frames for seven days, and it just costs a dollar. So you'll feel t- you'll save time and you're going to feel confident that the glasses you're ordering are ones that your kids are going to love. They really do have something for everyone. Um, they have sizes available for kids ages 4 through 16 and some petite adults even wear their glasses. I am seriously fingers crossed every time I go to the eye doctor that I can get some glasses because they were Yeah, so they're cute. really cute. So my kids have had them actually for a long time. They have like so tourish, have these darling little, t- we've known about Jonas Paul for quite Yeah, yeah. Time. You were the one who told me about Jonas Paul. Yeah, it's really, so it's a kit. You can get like seven frames for, a, you basically get seven frames, you keep them for seven days and they're a dollar. Yeah. They have adorable frames um, that you can get and um, and then you just send back the ones you want that you don't want or whatever you want to keep. And um, well, you send back the frames and then they send you them with a prescription. And mm-hmm. it sounds like it might be a little bit complicated. It's not, it's so easy. They've made this turnkey. It was simple. And then the good news is, is when my son needed another pair, I already had all my information in there and they knew me and it was perfect. So yeah, that is cool. And then at the end of this month, they're launching um, new non-prescription sunglasses. So it'll work for kids um, if you just want to get sunglasses for your kids. And our listeners get a discount. You get 15% off if you use the code WELCOMEHOME at JonasPaulEyewear.com. So it's JonasPaulEyewear.com and use the discount code WELCOMEHOME. That's all one word. And you'll get 15% off. And the prices are already super reasonable. So if you use kids' glasses, this is a deal of the Y'all, century. I'm not kidding. On my um, to-do list for the week, it says Jonas Paul for John. 
Yeah, that's so. you were asking me about that. You were yeah. actually Kirsten's like, do we get free samples? I need a fourth pair. <laughs> and Graham's like, like, they already know we use the product all the they, time. So the, yeah. yeah, our kiddos are in Jonas Ball. We love them. Thank you, Jonas Ball. We yeah. also have one more sponsor to tell you guys about. And this one's a great one as well. This is BetterHelp. We've told you about BetterHelp before, but it's just so important. If there is something that is interfering with your happiness or is presenting, preventing from you from achieving your goals, why would you let this continue? Go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you. It's a professional counselor, a safe and private online environment. You can text, you can um, chat, video sessions, and these are all secure and they're private. And um, they have licensed professionals that are specialized in all different aspects of mental health, from depression to sleeping to dealing with traumas, relationships or family matters, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, anger, anxiety. I mean, Anything that is getting you down or preventing you from living the kind of life you want, BetterHelp is there for you. 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. And um, best of all, we have a special for you. If you use the code WELCOMEHOME, again, it's one word, Welcome Home. you will get 10% off your first month. So go to betterhelp.com slash welcomehome. Again, it's betterhelp.com slash welcomehome and the discount code WELCOMEHOME to get 10% off. Yay. Thanks, BetterHelp. All right. Thank you, BetterHelp. Tech, Kirsten. All right. Now we're getting into the home stuff. The home. Yeah. No, well, that's where we use the main, I'd say, bulk of our tech. Okay. Well, obviously, I've been leaving this conversation because I'm shocker just a smidgen more techie than Graham, but how... (laughs) Tell, tell me what's going on at Casa We're relatively up to speed. So we have Sonos. We have the Sonos speakers all over the house. Um, okay, wait, I think that's I put Sonos. I don't really understand. Is Sonos techie or is it just that we're using it through our Amazon? Um, I guess I'm using, I guess it counts as techie, right? No, Sonos speakers. Like I have right. the actual speakers. I guess because it has an app, it's techie, right? Yeah, the wireless speaker. So we use that. We're being I don't, very uh, loosey-goosey. Yeah, this is very loose on tech. Um, Alexa, I don't have Alexa. I don't feel like the need for Alexa. What is the point? There is no freaking point. I hate okay. it. I absolutely yeah. hate it. I don't understand, like, what works with what and... Or, like, why would you need to ask questions to Alexa? I'm well, sure. we People got love it. it, though. I know people love it. I don't. And, I, and my kid, you know what, too, is I catch my kids... I catch my kids being like 27 divided by six, Alexa. Oh, they do? Oh, totally. That's terrible. Totally. I'm interested though. Oh, we have a new alarm app. We got a new alarm and that's kind of cool. Like we can do it from anywhere. Like our house is getting a little smarter, I would say. We don't have the smart light bulbs like a lot of people have, but we do have the alarm system and I kind of like that. Which brand did you buy? Because there's a couple. Of alarm? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, we just, I don't know. We just, the alarm people hooked it up for us. <laughs> well, do you have an app on your phone? Yeah, we have an app on the phone. It's like Alula or something. Oh, okay. Alula, ours is but- alarm.com and ours is our security alarm, mm-hmm. our garage doors, our exterior lights, and our thermostat are all on it. Yeah, it's cool to be able to do all that stuff when you're away. I mean, it almost, you know, what's neat about it is remember having to go away and being like, oh, we need someone to like house sit the house, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you can almost, other than someone to bring in your mail, you can almost do away with house sitter. Um, yeah, no, we, what's nice for us is when you leave town in Phoenix in the summer, kind of turn off your AC or turn it to very low. Mm-hmm. And it's nice when you come home and you, you have to walk in your house and it feels a hundred degrees. It's such a terrible way to come home. So we'll be at the airport and we'll turn on the AC and that's, oh, that's nice. That's yeah. Cool. So you get, I mean, it's, you know, you think to walk into a cool house, little things like that are if somebody needs to get in the house, you can set the alarm after they've left, you know. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. You don't have to give people keys anymore. Mm-hmm. But, oh, you know something I've realized tech-wise that I was thinking about? Do you know how I hate oh, – sorry, I know this. Okay, this makes me sound old-fashioned as well, but, like, the new way that, like, cars don't have actual keys that go in the ignition. Mm-hmm. Because I've left my keys more mm-hmm. places now than I ever have in my life. Like, I never had a problem with where are my keys. I can't mm-hmm. find them. And now that has become a thing in my life. I can't tell you the number of times I've taken my husband to the airport and then he gets out of the car and as I start to pull away, it's like, your keys are missing. Your keys are missing and they're in his pocket. Oh, at least it says something to you. So we were on vacation the other day and we- Oh, it says it way too late. And yeah, well, we had no. This was the worst. We had left the hotel. The valet brought us our car. We left the hotel, 
and he had never given us like the key fob, but the car was on. We got all the way to Bass Pro, which was like two and a half, three miles away. We were in Memphis and they have this famous Bass Pro there. We had gotten to Bass Pro and all of a sudden I realized that I could, and it was pouring rain and I'm like, oh my God, I can't turn off the car because if we turned it off, we would have been stuck there. Right. What do you do? What did you, yeah. what did you well, do? Well, it was great because we ended up getting a free night of valet, which was awesome. But at the same point in time, fortunately, I was smart enough not to turn off the car and I drove back and they found my key fob. But how far was the drive to Bass Pro Shop? Like three and a half miles. That's what I'm saying. How did we even get that far? The car just like went without well, the key fob. Well, it's not going to stop. But yeah, once you turn it off, then you're then you're out. Yeah, would have been. I would have been completely stranded. Yeah, no, that is that is it. I well, yeah, so, I agree with you. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's it's just a very strange new technology of like how you. Well, so anyway, Wait, what but I, I do realized, love it when I've got my hands full of groceries and you just walk up to the car and it goes, and mine doesn't do this, by the way, it's just my husband's, but when it just opens the door because it knows you're there. Now or, yeah, or that around. like kooky little light comes on underneath your car that says it can sense your presence nearby with your key. Yeah, like because it. especially because I have the messiest purse in the world and I, there's a lot of times I have to sit there and spend. Okay, but so, okay, so here's what I'm getting to. So there is a cool idea of, right, like throw your keys in your purse, just bring your purse with you so you don't have to worry about it, blah, blah, blah. However, what I've noticed is that they're trying to, this is technology trying to push other technology. This mm -hmm. only works if we stop having house keys and stop locking or like mm. the way that it has to work, like what they're trying to do, right? Because really it's a pain in the butt because my keys are thrown in the bottom of my purse. But then like when I get home, I've got to go digging in the bottom of my purse to unlock my house, right? Mm -hmm. So what you need is it's, it needs to, it forces us to like get some sort of keyless entry system into our house as well. Mm, that's, and you don't have that's that, the, do you? Well, no, I don't have that. But I think that's the next iteration of this like keyless world, right? Of like we just move toward whatever electronics we're trying to use and they power up. Retina scanning? Yeah, like whatever it is. I think I think that's what it's moving us toward. Well, again, I feel like I'm bringing up my husband a ton, but he's the big techie in our family. I feel like everything he owns is like he opens with his face. And I'm always like, can you can you come look at this? Can you can you give me your face real quick? Oh yeah, what what is it? Because it's all his laptop, phone. his phone. Yeah, I mean, it's he's got really weird. Yeah, it no, weird. it's he's it's yeah, getting it's a new world. Yeah, okay, but my key my key situation is so unhealthy to begin with. I'm like, I'm one of those people who has 400 keys and doesn't know what half of them are for, but I'm paralyzed to throw them away. Because you do, them? you're like that kooky kid in junior high who's got like the giant key ring. I totally do. Who's I mean, somehow the like tech the tech teacher you know the guy who runs the wood shop gave you his key ring totally and i've gotten it and the, the the power's gone to my head do you always remember that the kids who are somehow deemed the most responsible by these kind of uh, random class teachers and they'd always get things and you'd wonder how they'd get them we used to have kids who would like get the keys to things and i remember yeah. thinking how do you warrant a key oh my gosh and the power goes so to your head yeah. oh yeah that's it's probably like why i'm still carrying around all the keys yeah, we're on the precipice of deciding if uh, my oldest son wants to be like safety patrol. And it's really funny listening to them enumerate the benefits of safety, you know, these kind of things, right? Like, oh, well, you get hot chocolate some Fridays. <laughs> you know, like, guys, I can make a hot chocolate any day. I mean, oh, yeah, no, but there's something about it just being, you can't have it, but I can. Right, exactly. Yeah, where I get a special vest and you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's talk about TV, Graham. Okay. I have your, it's lackluster. So I don't have cable, but I have all the apps. So we have, we have on um, Apple wait. TV. All the apps. Explain what all the apps means. Well, I steal Hulu from you, I think. Thank you for that. I was sick a couple of months ago. We're family. We yeah, share. we're family. Yeah. And you gave me your Hulu and that was nice. And so I'll use that every now and then. We have Netflix and then my, and then we have, you know, all the other cable apps. So we just do it that way. Wait, what do you mean all the other cable? Oh, because you're using your parents' cable. <laughs> well, we're family. We're family. family. Okay. <laughs> we're okay, family. So, so you're using the, the Long Island cable app. Well, then when we have with bunny ears. So, I mean, I've got everything, except the problem is, is I'm not really a good house to like come and okay, watch a game out or anything. Right. But if it's like something like the State of the Union was two weeks ago when we're taping, right? That's right, a lot. I get it because it's on a major network. Yeah. So yeah. you're watching that on your bunny ears. Yeah. We'll watch that on bunny ears. Okay. Right. Yeah, so basically I get all the major networks and then I get all the kooky weird networks, you mm -hmm. know, that when come you say kooky weird, you mean like Bravo and E and all that. 
no, no. I mean, like networks you've never, like all the religious channels, oh, yeah. all the QVCs, oh, the channels, like the all those channels, all those really weird channels. Like oh. I get a lot of wild westerns. I was about channel. to say the black and white western channel. <laughs> I realized actually, I quite enjoy those. I've started to realize that they're pretty cool. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, okay. That's interesting. So it's just built into your TV then. You have a smart TV. You don't have extra stuff. Yes. We have smart TVs, I guess. So we have, okay. they have all internet. Yeah. Well, I'm going to rename this things I hate about Amazon. Okay. Amazon is so terrible with their hardware, I think. I think that's what it is. I think they're just really good at selling you things. Uh-huh. But I don't, I don't like the Kindle. I don't like the, you know, like the, the, the um, well, what's the other thing I said I didn't like? The Alexa. Alexa. I don't like the fire stick. I did like the fire stick initially. Mm-hmm. It just is not durable. And with children, remotes are going, getting to get, are going to get thrown across the room. Wait, I don't understand. The fire TV, you just plug it into your TV and it never moves. Why no, you, you just put, well, the remote control though. Yeah, but ours just sits in a bowl. The remote know. does? Yeah. And then when we need it, we use How it. How do your kids fight it. over it then? Well, we don't watch that much TV. See, that's the thing. Like, we're either, I mean, we're, yeah, we, we really are not a big TV family. Okay. Well, my, we're, we go through remotes like nobody's business. But uh, anyway. that would drive me nuts because then mm-hmm. if I was losing, how do you get a new remote? How do you even get that? Yeah, you don't. You have to buy a whole new system. And then we bought the Cube, the Fire Stick Cube, because again, it was going to integrate with Alexa. And we were going to be able to say, like, Alexa, play Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm. Which you've got my kids hooked on, by the way. But anyway, so good, right? So good. So good. good. We're having the best time. We watched an episode last night. Totally. But yes, pro Fresh Prince of Bel Air, anti Alexa, um, Fire Stick Cube. The Cube stinks. So we did. What a wholesome show. We were having. Oh, that's such so much fun. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant our show. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So I don't like the Cube. Um, I don't. I don't mind the stick thing, but I don't love it. Um, I prefer the Roku. Mm. One nice thing about, which is basically just like the fire stick. The one nice thing about the Amazon Fire TV is if you're looking for a show and you say Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, it'll show you how much it is to buy it. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then it'll tell you where you can watch it for free. So it does. it's not like, do we have this on Netflix? Do we have this on Hulu? It'll show you where it is. It like scans all the apps for it, which that is pretty awesome. But then oh, it will let cool. you use Vudu to rent a movie. Do you use Vudu ever? No. What's Vudu? So Vudu is owned by Walmart. They're like the Walmart video store. Online. Who's taking over the world? So invest now in Voodoo. Walmart. Okay. Well, Voodoo's amazing. It has the best search engine. You can search by genre. Mm-hmm. You can search by rating, children friendly, that kind of thing. The year. If you mm-hmm. want to watch something from the '80s, you can put on filters. It's just a really great search engine. But mm-hmm. you can't buy it on Amazon. Um, Amazon Fire Stick because again, like they don't want to support Walmart. Oh, so right. you can only buy movies there through the Amazon app, which kind of stinks. Okay. But uh, anyway, that's enough about TV, but I, I'm frustrated with that. Hey, all you true crime fans, this is Mike Ferguson. And this is Mike Morf. And we'd like to invite you to listen to our podcast, Criminology. Launched in 2017, we've covered a variety of strange cases from murders to missing persons. Some of the cases are ones you may not have heard of. Other cases we cover are some of the most historic in true crime. There are 200 episodes of Criminology available to binge on right now. And new episodes come out every Saturday night. Subscribe to Criminology today, wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Another ring, Amazon product more things. that I hate that yeah, I want to okay. talk about is All the right. Ring doorbell. That's Amazon too. That is Amazon too. They bought Ring. Okay. And it's terrible. Um, I hate it so much. I feel People like I like I'm, it here. I feel like I'm being freaking spied on all the time. One, what? we don't have. We bought ours like after our house was already built, so ours is not wired. You just have to plug in it, and you have to unplug it and charge it. And what? I know. And that's super annoying. You have to get out a screwdriver and take it off the wall and plug it in. So I don't Oh, like, well then I think you just need to get the one that's like- I have it like wired to my house. Or, that sounds yeah. like a huge pain in the butt. So anyway, but, but yeah. And I mean, and it'll send you notices saying you're low on battery, but those are the kind of things I just ignore, you know? So then yeah. it runs out of battery. But here's what I don't like about it is uh-huh. say you come over my house and then I walk you out of the house and I'm like, oh, okay, bye, Graham. Oh, mm-hmm. and by the way, and then I tell you something- That entire conversation is being taped and that freaks me out. And it it tapes, you can hear every single thing. And I don't, or if I, or if I'm on the phone and I am, you know, fiddling around trying to find my keys, Mm -hmm. it's taping all of that. That makes me feel so creepy, especially because it's then linked to all my neighbors. 
Oh, right. Yeah. And ours is kind of linked to the police somehow. So they yes. can through it. Yeah. Yes. Because it says like, you know, there's suspicious activity. Look at this suspicious guy. Look at this suspicious package, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you can mm-hmm. link it to your neighbors. But like, it just sort of makes me feel again, like, not that I want to murder anyone, but like, we're not going to get away with it, Graham. Like, we're used to our us. anonymity. I know. I know. There's right? no anonymity. That's what it is. And obviously, see, our kids aren't going to have any of these problems because right. they're not going to be used to being right. And I'm obviously completely killing, killing, killing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously completely joking about wanting to murder someone, but you know what I, you know what I mean? It just feels like you're being spied on all the time. It's kind of freaky. Yeah. Well, you are. So there you go. Yeah. You have oh. good, you have good reason to be. Okay. The one nice thing though about the Amazon ring is when mm-hmm. our kids would be playing with their neighborhood friends, if for some reason they weren't wearing their gizmo and we were out, they could, like, we went on a walk, our kids are home. Mm-hmm. They could go to the doorbell and ring it. And it mm-hmm. would ring our phone and they just stand there and talk to the doorbell. And we oh, that's kind of cool. And that is kind of cool. Or if we're not home and somebody rings the doorbell, we can say like, hey, we're not home right now. That was smart that they ring. thought of that, that they thought to do that. Well, it's, well, when it rings, it rings on your phone. And so it doesn't matter if you're there or not. Hmm. So that is the nice part about it. Like if somebody comes to your house and you're not there, you can answer it and say, oh, I'm not home. I'll be home in five minutes though, mm-hmm. which that okay. is cool but you feel like you're always being spied on. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your watering system? Your Bloom smart watering system? Oh, it, it's just my sprinkler system, but it works with, um, it's a smart sprinkling system. So it's right now raining in Phoenix. So I, can I thought you had flooding. We have flooding and sprinkling. <laughs> it takes a lot to have a green lawn in the desert. I know, you should, yeah. Okay, what's the meter? That's something your husband uses for barbecue? The meter, as we call it. It's a little the, stick that you uh-huh. stick in your meat. You can put it in the oven and you can put it on the grill. And then he has an app and it tells him like, go get the meat. Oh my God, your Burn meat it. thermometer. So this is what you, this is what it is. I thought you were going to tell me something really interesting. That's a meat no, thermometer. It's a meat thermometer. No, no, you don't understand how many steaks we've burned. This is life changing. We are grilling what, So now. you could just ignore it and walk away. That's the issue versus like me who watches the meat thermometer. But I mean, I have one that beeps. So basically when it, when but, the meat is ready, it just beeps. Right. But Graham, you put, say you've got a roast or something, you mm-hmm. put it in the oven yeah. and then you, you go and you go do your thing and you can, you're saying, I wonder how my roast is doing. You can turn on your app and see it and they'll say it's right now 160 degrees. It's right now 161 degrees. It's getting towards well done. I mean, I'm saying that like, I know how much a roast cooks, but you know what I mean? It's kind you of should. cool. You have a home hour pod- welcome home <laughs> podcast. All right, okay. apps that we can't live without. This is the this is the doozy. Go for it, Graham. Tell them what you've been waiting to talk about all oh, the time. This is the happiest thing, guys. Everyone who's listening, get ready for your life to be changed. I thank a shout out to a babysitter. Thanks, babysitters. You keep me young. Although this is a hot tip I was going to mention. Every now and then, I think it's worth paying your babysitter an extra $78 to stay a little bit. That's how I stay relevant. And they tell me what's cool. Have you heard of the Cameo app? You have now because I've been talking about it for days, but I'll tell you what it is. It is like all these B-list celebrities, athletes, celebrities, even politicians, like just Instagram people, whomever it is, and you can pay them different amounts, right? Like low level amounts, 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, all the way up to like hundreds of dollars, but not super insane. And they'll record a message for you. And, um, and it's a personalized message. So I've been sending video this record. to people. I think that's important. What? Video record. Video record. record. Yeah, they like video record. So you can get um, like certain people from the cast of The Office are on there. I mean, different athletes are on there. And I'm having, I'm going to bankrupt our family sending people cameos. It's amazing. Right. And so I'll type in things that I want them to say. Like I'll say, you know, I'll pick my, I'll pick like Jennifer Love Hewitt or whomever it is. They're like I said, just kind of B-list celebrities. <laughs> random choice. It's so random, right? Because that's who it is. But then, she, but then I type in want her to, what I want her to say. Like, hey, Kirsten, your friend Graham wants to wish you a great Valentine's Day and to let you know that, you know, she's thinking about you, blah, blah, blah. And they record it. And it's so much fun. It's amazing. And then you keep it. I mean, like there's no, I don't think there's any restriction on it. You can repost it. You can keep it. Oh yeah. No, there was a link message. to like post it to Facebook. It's wonderful. It is so much fun. I'm, and that is by a- the way, the prices range from, I think the most expensive one on there was Caitlyn Jenner, who was like $5,000 or $2,500, all the way down to $30. Yeah, like 30 bucks. I mean, it yeah. is so worth it if you're looking for a mm-hmm. fun little gag gift for someone. And they, because, and it's not all um like, I don't know. It's not all merchandised out. So when you get your video, it really looks like someone's sending you a personal home video. Totally. It's like they definitely took it with their iPhone in front of a blank wall. 
Yeah, exactly. It's really homespun. So get it before it uh, gets too hot and they shut yeah. this operation down. Because they're certainly going to shut this operation. to go on and peruse all the possible choices was a blast. Yeah, it's a great, great, great app. Yeah. Right, so I love Steve that. Steve Gutenberg for some reason, was really telling my name. Oh, yeah, they've got the people from Ghostbusters. Totally. All the people from the Ghostbusters original cast. And um, who else was so good in there? A bunch of, like, extras on 90210 and memorable guests on The Office. Oh, to all the real housewives, I swear, on there. That was a whole different category on there. It's wonderful. Okay, let's just take a couple minutes and go through some of our favorite apps that we're using right now. Okay, so I think we should talk about the grocery store apps. We've talked about the Walmart um, drive-up app and how much we love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we beat that to death. But what I want to talk about is that as compared to the Target app and Instacart. Okay. Okay, do you use the Target drive-up app? Not anymore because I'm so married <clears throat> to Walmart. Okay, not anymore, but you did use it. I used to shop so much at Target. I mean, I was that was my go-to, and I haven't been there in months. Right, but are, have you used the app? No. Okay, so here's the thing. The app is not as good or as easy to, I'm going to get real tacky, interface with, I feel like. Did I use Got that right? Ooh, I? Good word, yeah. Um, no, but it's not, I don't feel like it's as intuitive. I don't feel like it's as easy to use, whatever. Mm-hmm. But here's the difference, and this is this is an interesting distinction, Graham. This is when we're getting actually like, useful in the show. Okay, got it. Okay. I love it. So the Walmart app, you can get like home goods like shampoo, conditioner, um, what am I thinking of? Dish soap, and you can get groceries. But here's the deal with the Walmart is you have to say you have to pick an hour window of when you're gonna come. So it's like three to three to four, five to six, whatever. And you've got to be there at that hour. So there is a little bit of planning of my day. Does that mm-hmm. ever trip you up? No. Oh, wait, can I tell you? Yes, it trips me up. And then the greatest thing, the greatest moment of my life happens. You know, when they come and deliver your stuff, Mm -hmm. I'm not home. So I've put a note in that says, leave it on the doorstep. Okay, wait, this is the best story ever. So a couple nights ago, I ordered a big thing from Walmart and it was supposed to come or it came at four o'clock in the afternoon, but I forgot about it. And by the time I finally remembered, it was like 930 that it was out on my front steps. So I went out to bring everything inside and guess what? they had dropped off somebody else's grocery order. It was amazing. So I toted everything in and I like literally it was like Christmas or I felt like a spy. I'd gotten somebody else's entire supermarket order. Why is this a great story? This because is what happened? I was unloading all this weird stuff, right? Like just because I think it's fascinating what people buy. Like, you know, <laughs> like these like like three full-size boxes of saltines this weird thing of sausage meat but it just like kept going i mean it was over like 150 dollars worth of groceries but then i call walmart and i say guys come on like i got somebody else's groceries and they're like well that sounds inconvenient just keep it all so so and then and then they just replaced my order and I kid you not in like four hours i had all my stuff again for free because they comped my order and then i got to keep this whole what they, they comp it. They give you everything you would order for free. Yeah. And they let me keep this other person's order. I've had so much fun with it. That's why I just ate a turkey sandwich. I got all this new sliced turkey. It was great. <laughs> I've been sitting outside for hours and hours. Oh, okay, I wait. loved it. So you're doing Walmart delivery. Yeah. I sucked it up now. I do delivery because I think it was- co- a- what's, what's, Tell me the cost on this, Graham. It's unlimited. It's $98 a year. Like the same price as one of those Instacarts, but it's like unlimited shipping. So- But don't you I have just to use- tip- um you do but i don't tip like the see i'm i i'm the biggest tipper you're crazy and you tip whatever that suggested tip tip amount is i don't yeah that's yeah this is his job you have to tip well they're getting paid to deliver the groceries uh no anyone making money off of tips is being paid a salary that assumes they're getting tips Nah, I don't know. The, the drivers, because it's done by like DoorDash or whatever it is, they get paid a decent amount. I mean, I tip, but I just don't tip like whatever the weird suggested amount is, because that would be not worth it. No, you have to tip the suggested amount. I tip no, more don't. than the suggested amount. Yes, oh my God. Graham, it's I tip suggested. like four bucks. Four bucks on a delivery. It's like three miles from my house. It's not worth more than four bucks. Mm, okay. See, I anyway, don't know if I can how about get- this? But I won't use the service otherwise. Like, why am I going to tip? Like, because that's the thing. Sometimes my orders are two hundred dollars. Why, are, why, why am I giving you like ten percent of my order? Because they're not even. What are they saying is the suggested it. amount for that? Are they saying whatever the ten percent? Yeah, like they do it by a percentage of your order. That's what Kirsten. You're getting hosed you? if you're what? They're not shopping for you. Mm, it's the okay. people at Walmart who are doing the shopping. It's the okay. delivery people are just like driving at three miles to my house. I'll give you like four bucks for that. 
Okay, well, see, that's the problem with Instacart is I feel like by this point, I've developed a relationship with this person. I've seen like, you know. Oh, you know the people? See, I get different people every single time. No, no, I don't know them, but I know like Brian is in the soup aisle. Brian just found your shampoo. Brian is. Oh, see, that's the other thing. I don't want to be annoyed by that. I wouldn't use it just because it's annoying. I don't like Walmart doesn't bother me. They never, they never ask me a single question. Right. Well, they don't, they don't. I don't have to pay attention, but I do. And I'm like, wow, Brian spent a lot of time running around the store doing my stuff. I got to tip him. Mm, Brian okay, well, anyway, sharp. getting back to my point on walmart.com, the delivery, which there is no charge for and no tipping for, you pull in and they just bring it to your car. You have to do this hour. You have an hour long window. Mm-hmm. Target's very interesting. The Target app, they also have a drive up thing and they run groceries out to you. Really cool. But they have, um, they don't have a window. They just said, I ordered something yesterday, which was Monday. And they said, you have to Wednesday, the end of close of business to come pick up your order. Mm, so I had three nice. days to do it. But here's the thing. They won't do anything refrigerated. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. No. Mm-mm. No. But, but here's, the, I mean, if I have to I drive by the Target anyway. Mm-hmm. But what do you get? I got some method spray, some stain remover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got some dishwasher pods mm-hmm. so i okay. needed all that stuff okay so those i think we, we've discussed the grocery thing instacart i i feel like also with all these things it's really important to note that you can't um i feel like it's really hard if you're on a really tight budget or if you're like into couponing mm-hmm. no but i think it helps my budget because i don't go into a store as much i spend so much less now okay i've heard that argument too, I've, especially I've with the costco i'm such a strategic shopper now i only buy exactly what i need okay and There's i have no heard waste. that argument and i've heard the argument hardcore with instacart for costco that people would go to costco and they would do massive impulse buys so if you're an impulse buyer i think that's a reasonable um mm-hmm. that's a reasonable argument to make okay um we talked about cameo obviously we love venmo graham is very proud of herself because she is one of the early adapters of venmo i am because it's such a smart idea i love it Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We both put on some sports teams apps. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's what I use the most. I've got all these sports apps. For sure. We use Team Snap, and that's just nice because with three kids in sports, it's constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I love my Hoopla app. Oh, for your reading? Yes. H O O P L A. You guys, you get. I think I get seven free titles a month, and it's hooked to my local library. You know, you know how we feel Oh, yeah, about Hoopla the does is through the library. You're mm-hmm. right. I forgot about that. That's what they're free. Yeah. Yeah, they it's amazing. I save so much money. Although Audible is still one of my favorite apps. Mm-hmm. And you know what my new guilty pleasure has been? What? Have you been listening to these? You haven't, but no. they now have these like, it's almost like an old time radio drama. I'm listening to a book right now. Meg Ryan is the narrator. And it was free, by the way. It was one of my monthly free books. And there's, like seven actors in it and sound effects. I'm basically listening to old timey radio. Oh, I've heard it's back. And there's something where they do these little 10 minute or less things as well. Have you heard yeah, about that? They throw in some really good freebies on Audible. And I'm just, and you know, for the things I can't get on Hoopla, I love my Audible. Um, I have not used Marco Polo, but I feel like people are getting really into Marco Polo. Isn't that the Voxer app? It's like Vo- for, okay, well, Voxer is an app Graham and I use. And it's, mm-hmm. and I love other, Voxer. Yeah, it's basically like a walkie talkie app. It's, it's almost like a voicemail, but. Mm-hmm. like a voicemail it's, it's free it's just easier to use than voicemail mm-hmm. but um but marco polo is i guess that with video maybe in like group text. oh right with video but see i don't want the video version. i don't want video either it sounds exhausting yeah. yeah that sounds like a lot that sounds like something for a younger generation mm-hmm. okay I'm, I'm i want to dig into the fact that you put uber on there i didn't know you took ubers i don't really but i do <laughs> i was I, you told me to look through my phone and say apps that were on there and like usually I'm pretty good about deleting apps I don't use but Uber has a place and I still like geocaching my kids love geocaching I do too that's fun I forgot it's about so that. sweet it's the most delightful little like sweet thing to do I forgot about that I obviously use my ways every day yeah that's a big one and then hold on oh class pass I love class oh, pass Oh yeah, that's how you go to all your fitness classes. Yeah, that's cool. And I think we've talked about this before, but it totally depends if if it's good in your area or not. But in my area, yeah, I wish we had that. We don't have. Yeah, really good. So I get lots of fun workouts, and they also like have all these kind of new kooky gyms that go on Class Pass when they're getting started. So I can do things like go in like a hyperbaric chamber, you know, like do like an ice plunge. That's amazing. Yeah, which I'm not going to join the ice plunge thing for the first time, but you know, right? Or to be a monthly ice plunger. 
Yeah, or the, some of the nice resorts here they've hooked up too, so I can feel like I'm on vacation and go to Ariel Yoga, the Phoenician. And oh my gosh, your town is like a fake town. All right, so yeah, this is not relevant to half our listeners. We don't have class pass here in Birmingham. You don't have Ariel Yoga that you can just pop on. We in. actually do have Ariel something. I haven't done it yet, but I've heard <laughs> it's like kind of not that great. I don't know. I don't know. Being in a hammock seems kind of unhygienic. I'm not as bendy as I used to be. All right. Well, hopefully everyone's enjoyed this trip down technology lane. <laughs> have I learned any new things today? I don't know. I think you have. Mm-hmm. I think I'm trying to think what I'm going to take from what I've learned from you, what I'm going to do. Um, you know. could try the Target app if you need a quick drop off. Although if you've got unlimited delivery from Walmart, I guess that's not important to you. Yeah. You're ready about your kids' iPads. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I was actually relatively on point on this one. You're gonna you're sticking with your manual door doorknob that I you didn't blow me away with anything. I mean I enjoyed your company, but you didn't blow me away with like any new tech stuff that I thought I was out of the loop on. Well, don't get it. Did I confirm not that you don't need an Apple Watch? You did, but I already knew I didn't need one. (laughs) Okay, well, I hope everyone else found this slightly more useful than Graham did. (laughs) All right, Kirsten, have a great day. Welcome home. Welcome home. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Welcome Home. We think you guys are the best. Our sweet listeners tell us all the time that it feels like we're real life friends and not to be too mushy, but we feel the same about you. So why not go ahead and connect with us on Instagram? We're at the Welcome Home Podcast. Or if it's something super secret, feel free to send us an email at hello at the welcomehomepodcast.com, especially if it's a secret about Kirsten. I'm the one who checks the email. It will stay between us. And as always, if you'd enjoyed today's episode of Welcome Home, please make sure you're subscribed. And also, if you have a few minutes, we'd just love for you to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with your friends. Tell your friends. That's the hospitable thing to do. Thanks for listening to Welcome Home.